Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over when you should clean your filter, and I'm going to go over some indicators of when the filter is getting dirty. And this is not as cut and dry as it seems, but I'll go over some rules of thumb and some pointers, and of course, I'll cover some of the key indicators of when your filter needs to be cleaned. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And I think I'll start with the sand filter since you don't need to actually break the sand filter down and clean it. However, there comes a time when you have to change the sand or whatever you know, sand type element you're using in the filter because there are other things besides just sand for the sand filter now. So the indicator for the sand filter of when to actually change the sand out is that the water quality is getting progressively worse and whatever you're trying to do to make it better is not working. And that's usually within five to ten years of having the sand filter you're going to experience these symptoms. There are some things that will actually bring these on quicker and make the sand you know, wear out quicker, I guess you should say, is a better term for it, or you'd be used up faster, and that's the water quality. So if you're constantly, you know, not keeping a check on your water, and it's getting algae in the pool, or turning on you, then that will shorten the life of the sand filter, or the sand in the sand filter for sure. Also, the fact that if you have an oversized pool for the sand filter, so if you have a 20,000 gallon pool and you have a 150 square foot sand filter, or 150 square foot, you have a 150 pound sand filter, I should say, doesn't do it by square footage, but by pounds, then that's probably an oversized pool for a smaller sand filter. And these are all factors that will wear out the filter faster or wear out the sand. I guess I can call it the element in the filter, but typically it's referred to as the sand. So I don't really want to do that. It might confuse you. Whereas the cartridge and the D filters, we call those elements that are in there. So either you have the grids or you have the cartridges. And in the industry, they're referred to as filter elements. And I think the sand filter, you should refer to as sand because it's really not a product like the cartridge or grid. And so it's not really an element, even though technically it probably is more of an element than those other two because it's sand. But I think one of the things that you have to kind of... Also media, I think media is something that I've also heard referred to as for sand filter or the other filters, what type of media is it? Again, that's confusing also. I just like to keep it simple. Sand filter has sand, cartridge filter has cartridges, and a D filter has grids. And so when I'm referring to that in this podcast, I'm going to specify what it has in the filter rather than finding some encompassing word for all of them because I don't think that's applicable, especially when when I'm talking about when to clean the filter. So a sand filter doesn't need to be broken down and cleaned per se. You have to backwash it. And so the rule of thumb with a sand filter is you're going to backwash a sand filter whenever the PSI goes above 10 PSI from the clean point. So let's say, for instance, you have a brand new sand filter just installed or you just put the sand in there. Or you bought a house and you really don't know exactly when the clean 
point is when you backwash that sand filter, um, let's go use that example of a new house. You purchased it and the PSI is at 30. You backwash it, it brings it down to 20. Then you know that's the clean PSI in the filter. Same with the new build or when you have the sand change. If the PSI is around 18 or 20, then you know that's the clean PSI. The PSI is on the gauge itself on top. There's numbers on it and there's an arrow. And wherever that arrow lands is the filter pressure or PSI. And so at 20, it's clean. And so when that arrow gets goes up to 30 on that gauge, that's 30 PSI. That means that it went up by 10 PSI. And that's when you have to backwash the sand filter. And you can backwash that sand filter for you know a minute and a half or two minutes. And then the PSI should technically drop down. And then another indicator that the sand is no longer any good in the filter is if you backwash that filter and the pressure maybe goes down for a day and it goes back up to 25 or 30 the next day, then you might want to consider changing the sand down, especially if you just bought the house. You have no idea how old the sand is. That's something that you probably would have to do with the sand filter. So sand filters are pretty easy to clean because you're not technically taking apart and cleaning them. You're just backwashing them when the filter PSI gets above 10. You can also cause problems with the sand filter if you over backwash. So a lot of times people will backwash every week. You don't need to do that. That actually wears out the filter more because the filter runs better with a little bit of dirt in there. It's kind of counterintuitive, but that's how it operates at a more effective level. So you don't be back. You don't need to be backwashing every week. Just when the filter PSI goes up by 10. Now let's take the D filters next. The D filters are something that you can actually backwash in between cleaning. I don't recommend backwashing a D filter more than two times in between cleaning the filter. In most areas, that's sufficient. You can go three times if you need to, but I find that the more you backwash it, the more you compact it with DE when you recharge it. So it's kind of kind of counterproductive to keep backwashing a DE filter versus taking it apart. And every six months in my area is typical. Every area is a little bit different, but I would say in most regions of the country that don't have a lot of heavy dirt, I would say every six months would be ideal for taking a DE filter completely apart, taking the grids out, hosing them off, and recharging it with DE again. Each filter is a little different. They'll have different amounts of DE that you add back into the filter. So check with your filter size. So a 60 square foot, you would add more D than you would add to a 48 square foot. I'm not going to go over that in too much detail, but this podcast is mainly about indicating when the filter is dirty. With a D filter, very similar, the PSI on the filter gauge will indicate when the filter gets dirty. You also notice that the flow going back to the pool is really poor. If you have an automatic cleaner connected to the pool, you also notice it's not moving that well. And you may even see in the pump basket itself that it's not filling up or the pump area. If you look through the lid where the pool is running, you may see that the water is not full to the top, maybe halfway filled in there. You may think something's clogging up the impeller. But one thing that you have to note, if you think that the pool has something in the impeller, the filter PSI will actually be really low, probably below 10 PSI. Whereas if the filter is really dirty and there's no water in the pump or halfway filled, if you look at the filter gauge, it might be at 25, 28, or 30 PSI. That indicates that there's not enough flow coming, you know, not enough flow going out of the filter causing that low water pressure in the pump. So the PSI gauge is really important for a sand filter and for a D filter. You want to make sure that that gauge is operational. If you notice that it's not working, replace that. Because without that gauge, you really can't tell with the sand filter 
or a D filter if that filter is actually getting dirty or not. I did mention the automatic cleaner is moving slower when the D filter and even when the sand filter starts to get dirty or the PSI, the pressure goes up. When you're going to try to manually vacuum a pool using the pool skimmer and the pool filtration system, if the filter is really dirty, you're not going to get a lot of suction either out of the vacuum when you go to manually vacuum. A good way to test the D filter to see if it is actually dirty and the fact that that's causing the flow issue is to turn the pool off, put the back, put it in backwash mode either with the piston or with the with the multi-port valve. And some pools have a valve on the bottom. However, you put that filter in the backwash mode, put it in backwash mode after you turn the pool off, and then turn the pool back on for about 15 or 20 seconds. Turn the pool back off, close the backwash valve, and then turn the pool on a third time. And then you'll see if that was actually the problem. Because that little quick little backwash should drop the PSI down. It's not going to stay down for long because you only did a 20 second backwash. Not a full backwash. But that's a good way to test to see if by doing that, if it was the filter causing the water in the pump not to be full or the pour flows to the pool. And I do this all the time out there when I take over a new pool. I haven't taken the filter apart yet, but I noticed the flow, there's a flow issue of some kind. I'll give the D filter a quick 20 second backwash or 15 second backwash, however, you know, right around that time. And that little quick backwash should reset everything to where you can check to see if what's causing the flow issue. Now, after doing that, if you still have poor flow, it may not be the filter. It may still be the filter because I've seen this happen where the filter wasn't charged properly with DE and doing that didn't correct it. But normally that will correct it. And then you'll know for sure that the DE filter needs to be taken apart and clean because it's really dirty because that kind of a flow issue. But I think without question, every six months should be the point where you take that filter apart, take the grids out, hose them off, and recharge them with fresh DE. And that's a good time to inspect the grids for any kind of tears or rips in there. You can go longer, but I don't recommend it because the fact is every six months seems to be a good rule of thumb for most areas. And if you go a year, you're going to notice a lot of water quality issues. And you may notice that the grids don't hold up as well or as long. Again, you can backwash it a couple of times in between. When you backwash a D filter, you want to let it run in backwash mode for a minute or two. A minute and a half is probably the sweet spot. And then you want to recharge it with some DE, not the full amount when you clean out the fil- when you clean the filter and recharged it with DE, but with a decent amount, about half of what you would normally put in um, when you clean it. And then you can do this probably two times in between breaking it apart and cleaning the filter entirely. Now with the cartridge filter, sometimes the PSI will be an indicator that the filter needs to be cleaned, and sometimes it won't be. And this is typical of the larger cartridge filters. So if you have a 320 square foot or higher size filter, up to 500 or 600 square feet, the PSI or the pressure gauge is not necessarily a good indicator that that filter is dirty. Because if you have one of these cartridge filters on your route, or if you have one in your house, you'll notice that with the 400, I'll just take a 420 square foot Pentair filter as an example, the Clean and Clear Plus. If you have one of these on your route and the filter PSI is around 20 or 18, it may never go up in six months. It may stay at 20 or 18 for that six month period. You may think that gauge is not working. Um, when you take the filter apart, you'll notice that the cartridges are really dirty. And the reason why that PSI doesn't go up is because a 420 square foot cartridge filter has a really large filtration area. So even as it's getting 
impacted by the dirt and it's going on the pleats of the cartridges and that filter is getting really really dirty just by the fact that it has such a big area of square footage means that the flow is not really going to be affected by all that dirt even though the cartridge is getting dirty now if you let it go for a year you may notice the psi going up on that but in a six month period i rarely see a 400 square foot cartridge filter where the psi will raise any significant to any significant level or raise at all. And so this that's not a good indicator that the cartridge filter is dirty or not. I think a good indicator is in your area, how often do you take the filter apart? And in my area, the four cartridge type filter, you'll take apart every six months. Now, if you're in a desert area where you get more dirt, maybe every three or four months, you're gonna be taking that filter apart. And in those regions where you do get a ton of dirt, you may notice the PSI going up in the cartridge filter more or less than in the other areas of the country where we don't get a ton of dirt in the pool. But the cartridges are going to be really filthy when you take them out. And you'll be surprised at how much, how it doesn't really affect the flow or the PSI on the gauge with the four type cartridge filters. And that's why it's really critical to set a filter cleaning schedule for the filters, especially the four type cartridge filter. What I like to do is take a Sharpie and mark on there. When I cleaned it last, you can keep a log on an app. However you want to log the fact that you clean the filter. I do them all the same months of the year, so that makes it easy for me. So I clean them all in March and October, and that way I don't miss anything. Every six months I clean those filters, because it can be deceiving of if that filter is dirty or not. And you don't want the filter elements to be damaged, the cartridges I should say, so I caught myself there. You don't want the cartridges to be damaged inside the cartridge filter by having kind of the pressure and low water flow and the dirt build up in there because that will eventually wear out the cartridges sooner. Now, they should last about three or four years regardless if you clean them every six months, but they will wear out quicker if you don't clean them as often. Now, with the single cartridge filter, usually the PSI will go up on these filters, and they'll indicate if the filter is dirty, because it's a smaller square footage area, it's a smaller smaller tank, and the filter PSI is a pretty good indicator that the filter is getting dirty. So your single cartridge filter may start out at 14 PSI, and then when it goes up to 24 PSI, that means that the cartridge is dirty, take it apart and clean it. Still the same 10 PSI rule applies here, and you'll see the single cartridge filters with more of an indication of when the cartridge is dirty versus the larger cartridge filters. I mentioned the PSI doesn't rise very often on those, and you'll notice a difference if you have these kind of mixed in on your route filter single cartridge filters and the four cartridge filter types that the PSI is only an indicator of the filter being dirty on the D filter and on the single cartridge filter type and this of course is not a hard and fast rule for the single cartridge filters I've seen some where the filter gauge doesn't go up at all when I take the cartridge out it's really filthy and that's you know, again one of the indicators is the gauge on those the PSI of the filter when it goes up but you might want to just get into the habit of cleaning the single cartridge filters every month on your route. Just that way you know that it's clean. And again, it's not a bulletproof indicator that the filter's dirty. I think flow and water quality are the two biggest indicators for me of any filter that is time to take it apart and clean it. So if I have a DE filter, and even if the PSI is not at 30, but the, the water quality is poor, and the flow is kind of affected. Maybe I'm vacuuming and I'm not getting the full suction. Or the cleaner's moving slower. I have to adjust it to increase the, the automatic cleaner speed. 
then that's a good indicator that it's time to clean that DE filter out, especially when you take over a new account or if you buy a house and you're not sure, you know, if the grids are old, when, the la when was the last time they cleaned the filter, or you haven't ever inspected the cartridges in the filter. It's a good idea that when you take over that service account to schedule a filter cleaning within the first week or two of taking over that account. When you buy your new house, it's not a bad idea to have someone clean your filter or if you wanted to tackle it yourself, to clean that filter, to inspect it, and to see when the last time that filter was cleaned. And that way you also reset the cleaning time. So if you do it every six months, you can reset that and know that you cleaned it that day or that week, and then you'll know six months later to do it again. So the filter PSI and the flow are the two indicators for me that it's time to clean the filter. And then you throw in that water quality one. If you see algae or if you see the fact that the pool is kind of cloudy, then it's time to clean that filter. And then you want to inspect the elements, the grids and the cartridges to see if they need to be replaced. And one way to tell is the D grids should be a more pure white color. And if they're not a white color, then they're getting stained and are going to be less effective. The frames may be cracked. Any tears in the grids indicate that they're worn out. For the cartridges, usually the bands are what I kind of use as my guide. When the bands break and then the pleats kind of expand, I know that cartridge is worn out. Sometimes the top has cracks on it. That indicates that it's like three or four years old. And when in doubt, just replace the grids and the cartridges. You're going to really see a big difference in the filtration the water flow, and the quality of the pool itself with new cartridges and new grids in there. And same with the sand filter. If you're having water quality issues, changing out the sand, using a different media is a good idea also. And this will all make the pool filtration a lot better with new sand or with new cartridges or new DE grids in there. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded on pool filters or any other subject, just go to my website and on the banner, click on that podcast icon, and then you're going to see a drop-down menu of all the different episodes I recorded, and you can refer to those for different subjects. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.